Blog Talk Radio. Here at ACO Radio, American Communications Online, or any affiliated stations or websites are not responsible for what guests, hosts, or call-ins may say. All programming is intended for informational and entertainment purposes only. smartly on the planet. We're happy to talk about what we're doing here on the planet today. This is our Sunday go-to-meeting. We appreciate everybody that's been showing up for 10 years. Today we have Pastor Michael Woods of Tennessee with us today to share a few words with my sister and brother-in-law visiting me from Texas, not Houston, but Austin, Texas. So we're going to talk about uh, how we support each other in family circles and exactly what American culture, international relations, and spiritual educational fellowship means with our ACE Metaphysical Institute, our Invisible College, that a lot of people don't even think about that we do. It's called the Akashic Field. But uh, <laughs> my sister's here visiting with me right now. She doesn't understand how all this gets picked up. So <laughs> excuse us while we train people. But I'm going to go with you're going to have to go explain to her. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, Michael Lee Woods. Is that your middle name, Michael, or not? Yeah. Okay. That's what well, it says on the anyway. So I'm assuming that's <laughs> what it is. Uh, some people listening outside the country may have to explain what a birth certificate is, but I, I was born in a sanitarium. Oh, I was asked that. about that. <laughs> When my mama was mad, that was the middle name she used. I'll put it that way. Pastor Michael Woods uh, has some uh, interesting life experiences, but he did go to uh, study to be a pastor in uh, Presbyterian. How do you say that, where you actually learn how to be a pastor? Uh, I went to, well, actually, it's, it's the only, as far as I know at the time, it was the only Cumberland Presbyterian college, which was founded about oh, 30, 40 miles from where I live. It was, uh, I think it was actually uh, founded closer to Nashville, being as it's named Cumberland Presbyterian. But, wow. but uh, they moved the college and the original log cabin that the church was founded in is, has, has actually been moved to uh, McKenzie, Tennessee. 
It used to be Bethel College. I think uh, here recently they've changed the name to Bethel University. But it's wow. still going. Well, great plug for Cumberland College, and it was in a log cabin, folks, so it's been moved. But I've heard it's named Bethel College after uh, the place where uh, Jacob, who would become Israel, had his dream of the ladder really? ascending to heaven, where he saw and fought with the angel of the Lord. Uh, Shortly before his name was changed to Israel, uh, are we talking? I thought that was like Jerusalem area. No, are you saying in Tennessee? Well, I, I, I don't know how how far. Well, I don't know exactly where this Beth Bethel, uh, which means House of God, is located. Oh, actually, you mean the name? <laughs> the name of the school is Bethel University, which is na- which they got the name from that. So. I gotcha. And if you hear you sound in the background, I've got my paintbrushes in hand and I am working. <laughs> well, folks, I got ordained in a gold pyramid in Houston, Texas in nineteen eighty five, May nineteen eighty five. I was called by the Lord God, whoever if you believe in Bethel or House of God, but we all believe God is one, there's the Almighty and Today, we're celebrating the oneness and everyone and everything. So, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about that. But Bethel, and what we do is we help everybody in the Ascension Church of Ohana. And uh, Bethel is the Temple of Bethel. But uh, that's good that you got trained with that. And the Temple of Bethel, we have one of Pensacola, where I'm living now. It was founded in 1876, making it the first Jewish congregation in the state of Florida, folks. And I've got my United States pen and my Jewish little pen of Beth Israel, uh, Israel. And uh, we're going to, we do a lot of looking at words and what they mean, especially uh, how we follow the various uh, ways of being human and being with one with God and the ways that we intersect among humanoids, even in the Jewish synagogues of the old Bethel biblical sites. So, you know, we're uh, open source. We are a welcoming, warming, uh, everybody is invited for body, mind, spirit. We actually are a universal life church out of Modesto, California, where I was again more ordained. So I've been ordained pastor of the Unity Church and also the Modesto Church of California, universal life for those that meet at church online. So, uh, we're just getting that established for everybody that's tuning in. So, you know, today we've got uh, a message about what's right with joy in your heart for the Ascension Church Ohana right here in Gulf Breeze, Florida. So we welcome everybody, especially all our veterans and people that are in the hospitals that know that they say we give them a warm and uplifting feeling just to know that we're all friends of theirs and they get used to hearing our voice and knowing that we've been here for 10 years and they just like being with us, which is a wonderful thing to behold. And, uh, you know, it's good to have friends. So let me see here, Michael, we've got, hi, uh, 917. Can you hear me now? Hello. Can you hear me? 917. I can hear you. I just dialed. How are you? What's your name and where are you calling from, sir? 
my name is Ashiel, and I'm calling from New York. Well, thank you for tuning in, Ashiel. What made you want to tune in? Do you want to share who you are with the rest of the world? Because we're listened to globally and have been for 10 years, and we're very glad you joined us today. Tell us, Ashio, are you of Jewish origin? No, no, no. Um, it's Ashio, A-S-H-I-L. I, um, you know, I'm just a spiritual person. I was, you know, just trying to see what's going on, self-dial, and, uh, and trying to, I guess, learn more about spirituality, so to speak. Well, thank you. Okay. Well, what part of New York do you mind telling us? People can't see you. I can just hear you. So uh, I I, I, leave my hand. I didn't understand. City. What, what part of New City, York? Manhattan. New York City, Manhattan. Oh wow! Really? Well, that's wonderful. Thank you for calling in, uh, New York. Well, thank you for representing New York globally for our universal life and. You're doing what's right with joy in your heart. Have you felt Have you felt joy in your heart by chance in Manhattan? Is that hard to do? Or tell us the emotions um, that you feel. It, you can feel joy if you focus more on spirituality. Yes, you can. Otherwise, um, you know, it can be very distracting, and uh, there's a lot going on here. A lot, a lot going on. So, here, Charlie is one of way to um, help yourself in terms of finding joy. That's at least that's what helped me. Well, do you live in America under a work visa, or do you actually own a like a birth certificate here in America? Can you give us a no, little bit of information? I mean, it's kind of it's kind of personal, but I, I live here yet. But uh, you know, I moved here, uh, but. Two years ago. So, I mean, I'm trying not to say too much about it. You, know, you never know who's listening, you know? <laughs> well, okay. It'd probably be really hard to run you down, but I get what you're saying. Well, thank you for sharing today, and I really appreciate you tuning in. So, thank you so much, Ashio. And uh, is it A S H I O? A S H I O? Wonderful. It, and uh, is it of Indian origin, possibly, in the world? Is it. Because you don't um, sound like me. Uh, Greek, it's a Greek original, but uh, I'm, I'm African, so but my name is Greek, Greek. original. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you for sharing that, uh, Michael. You want to let him hear your accent? <laughs> this is a Tennessee accent, Michael. Obviously, I am not from New York. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Contrary to what you hear on the movies, this is what a southern accent sounds like. Well, I, I heard that many times. Accent, but that's what it sounds like. Well, you have to understand, in New, York, in New York is a melting pot, so we have, you know, southern accents here, too. Okay, well, let me get a Texas accent. I don't know, my sister, I don't know which is which. Is that you, Brenda, on 535? There's that Jim on 535. That one. This is Brenda here. Okay. Hi, Brenda. Yeah, let's hear Jim and Brenda talk, folks. Brenda, are you Texas? 
Go ahead, Linda. I'm Texan. I wasn't born and raised, but I was from Monroe, Louisiana, until I was 10. Then we moved to Houston, Texas, because my mama said going back to Houston, and my daddy said north to Alaska, and we went to Houston with my mama. And that's how I ended up in Texas, from being in Louisiana. And this is my Texas accent. Here, let me put Jim on you. You can hear his accent. This is my Texas accent. It's more North Texas, more, um, I guess, hick or country. From the panhandle? Yeah, the panhandle of Texas. Where were you born, Jim? I I was born in Lubbock, Texas, and I went to school south of Lubbock at Cahoka, Texas, and my my, uh, parents' farm was in Grassland, Texas. It was a a cotton farm. I grew up on a cotton farm, so I had chores to do before I went to school and chores to do when I got home from school. Oh, that's why you're such a hard worker. Okay, well, now that's... All right, well, he tuned in to learn that we're under spirituality today, folks, and uh, we have... uh, Several people here, Ashio just came in to tune in and see how we could help him and do what's right metaphysically in our group as a spiritual community. But we've been growing this for several years, and uh, we started the Ascension Center in Hawaii, actually. And Janet may show up here that actually holds the torch for our Hawaii connection to our Ascension Church Ohana and uh, raising consciousness and awareness. And Michael is an artist painter as well as a pastor of our church. And Brenda and Jim are retired. And here comes Janet right now. So let me let Janet get on here. Hold on, Ashio. Janet? Huh? I'm going to put Ashio. How are you doing? How's everybody? Great, Janet. We've got Sundays. It's hot where yeah. I am in Maui. What's the temperature like for you? Go ahead, Brenda. You want to talk to Janet for a minute? Michael and I are here, and it's Shio from New York and Jim. So, Brenda, you want to answer that? What's it like today? 80s? 85 oh, degrees? It's, and it's, uh, I think it's in the early 90s, but we've been inside all day, so it's been nice and cool and 72 degrees here in Gulf Breeze, Florida, and your little Florida B&B that we're visiting, and we're having a lovely visit before we go to New Orleans tomorrow. It's going to be a fun time. Good, good. So where and are you going? Or is that a secret? We are heading back to Austin, Texas, but we're going to stop for a few days in New Orleans and have some Creole and Cajun food and stop at Cafe Dumond. Dumond. We're going to go on a walking tour to the, what was it called? The Voodoo Museum Museum and just have a good time visiting with my older sister and her dog Coco along with my three. So it's going to be a fun time. And how do you get there? Do you have a big uh, vehicle? Party van, Mercedes. Is that the proper way to say it, Brenda, on the Airstream? It's actually an Airstream interstate van. It's it's a Mercedes chassis, it's an Airstream interstate van that we could 
uh, drive and then sleep in, has a kitchen and a bathroom and all that. Wow. So instead of two, we'll be taking an extra passenger. We've taken CJ with us and along with her little Coco and our three fur babies. So it's going to be a fun trip. We're going to have an exciting time. We'll be cool. We'll be eating Creole and Cajun and beignets and Etouffee, <laughs> jambalaya, gumbo, all that good stuff. So we're going to have a fun time and take lots of pictures and post it on Facebook. So let's get back to our guest. How is he doing? Okay. Janet would like you to meet a Shio of New York. He actually lives in Manhattan. He joined us today with joy in our heart. And he's a Shio or a Shio uh, of Greek origin, Janet, but he lives in Manhattan. Uh, Janet, uh, tell him about Maui. Ashio, she lives in Maui, Hawaii. Have you been there, Ashio? No, actually, it's one of the places that uh, I would love to visit, but um, I understand it's very expensive there. So, uh, hopefully, in the future, but uh, I've been told it's quite expensive being there. Yeah, Janet? it's uh, really nice here. Yeah. Although this year is hotter than most, uh, I would recommend coming in the winter if you're coming uh, you know that it's a uh, it's perfect weather and uh we don't really we we have we we are supposedly have a hurricane season but we haven't had a hurricane in many many years it landed sometimes they come in close to the uh islands and they make a little wind and a little extra rain but not like TJ. TJ, you in uh, Gulf Breeze, I see them always aiming for you. But they, they don't really hit ground in Gulf Breeze much either, do they? No, we have uh, – it's 85 degrees Fahrenheit here in Gulf Breeze today, according to my computer on my uh, board. For everybody that's listening, it's a beautiful sun still out. Uh, we have beautiful blue skies and white puffy clouds. This time of year, and the water's been excellent. It's beautiful. We've had a little more rain than normal, and it, it chops up the water. But once it settles after the rain, it's beautiful. We've got all type of fishermen here, and people uh, really enjoying themselves on the beach. And, you know, Sundays, uh, a lot of them actually are out because here it's holiday season, just like in Maui, Hawaii, where Janet lives. So, we're all enjoying uh, life outdoors a lot more than normal. But uh, Sunday is our Sunday go-to meeting, folks, and we're all coming together from all parts of the world. And uh, right today you've got Tennessee, Texas, Hawaii, and Florida, and New York all represented to, today on the board. And, you know, we're celebrating how to be better at doing what's right and with joy in your heart for the Ascension Church, Ohana, and you can take each one of those words and break it down for spiritual educational fellowship. But what does that mean exactly? So, oops, Janet fell off, and uh, hopefully she'll come back in a minute. <laughs> I'm, or she got kicked off. I'm not sure which, but Janet, I saw you flip off. Uh, how to help each other do what we do and spend time talking about the Ascension Age which she would have been perfect for. But, uh, Michael, do you have anything prepared today? You usually start off with a little something, but I don't know if you had time to repair, 
prepare because I saw you painting today. But do you really, have anything? I really don't have a thing today, but I will chime in when I have something, whenever that is. Whatever that is. Uh, but I really don't have anything prepared today per se. Okay, so, uh, well, uh, we'll just start then. And uh, Ashio, I'll help you any way I can, okay? So, uh, well, we will start. Uh, Janet, I hope she will come back on, and we'll see what we can do with that. And so Michael is uh, talking about being joyful. And Michael gets his happiness from his heart. Michael, you want to talk to Ashio for a moment about what it is that makes you happy to have joy? Because obviously it's painting to me well, because yeah, I keep seeing you with that in your hands. Right now, and that is putting paint on this canvas. It's literally painting, Ashio. Painting. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, no, I'm, no, I'm no Bob Ross or uh, Picasso or uh, Van Gogh, but I do enjoy what I'm doing. Uh, it's a relief for me. It's a relief from this from just day to day stress. And I, I totally understand that. I totally understand. Yeah, absolutely. Ashia, what do you do for get joy in your heart? Do you have anything that you um, do? Or? Do I do a lot of walking? That helps me. Um, listen to music. That helps me. You know, when I'm feeling down or whatever, I can just put my head on and listen to music. That that somehow bring up my uh, energy back up, or you know, my vibration back up, so to speak. Um, okay. But walking, a lot of walking, just walking, and you know, just being by water, walking around the park, that 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 brings me a lot of joy. Believe it or not, it's something very simple, but that seems to do a job for me. And music, obviously, because music, you know, is very at least very powerful for me, you know. And uh, especially when I'm down, and I can just listen to music, and the words just kind of. My oh, that off. is excellent. Thank you. Wonderful what news. You have, you, have, have you ever heard about grounding, just like walking barefoot on the grass? Yeah, I do. I do. I do. Uh, when I go to the park, I take off my shoes. Uh, I just, I just yeah, I wonderful. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, uh, and being around the water somehow. Helps me too about run water, so I don't know why it is, but yeah. it's just work. Very good. Yes, yeah, you talked about vibrations, and I call it grounding, but it really lifts my spirit when I'm able to do that. Just to walk on the sand, or walk in the water, walk on the grass, just take deep breaths in this beautiful creation that God has given to us to enjoy. So I, I like that you choose joy. And thank you so much for calling in. Is there anything in particular you would like well, to share with us today? Say it again. I missed that part. Is there anything in particular that you called in for? No, no. Um, you um, just, you know, um, 
just if I have to say something, just to stay positive or try to stay positive as much as we can, regardless of um, any challenges that uh, we go through in life. Uh, there's always light at the end of the tunnel. It's just a matter of being uh, exactly. persistent and being exactly. patient. And um, if things seem to work out in divine timing, that's what I have to say. Very good. That's wonderful. You know, I have a saying, enjoy the little things and choose joy. Do you have any family members that you're with? Um, I, I don't have that. I'm not in good terms with my family, believe it or not. And um, that was one of the reasons why I turned to spirituality, because um, I've learned that family does have to be biological. You know what I mean? through that process. Right. And uh, okay. family, you, people are human beings, are human beings, you know. So um, some of us are not, aren't perfect, so we just have to uh, accept them for who they are and love them from afar and send them, you know, some light. That's, and that's what I'm doing now. Wonderful. I like the way you think. You know, I hear the sirens going on in New York. Yeah, New York City is very loud. Yeah, (laughs) sorry about that. Yeah. I actually, on 9-11, you know what happened in September of 2001, September 11th, well, I'm an RN certified case manager. I'm a nurse, and I actually had patients that I cared for from New York, and I was at home in Texas, but I was their case manager, and there were some of the firefighters, some of the police department. I had actors and actresses, newsmen, people that just actually lived there when it happened, and I assisted them in getting their medical care and prescriptions, any surgeries they needed, because from all the toxins, when the towers fell, yeah. A lot of people got sick and are still dying yeah. all these many yeah, years people, later today, it's on the radio. Today, people, yeah, today people are dying, yeah. yeah. So, it's you know, that's one thing yeah. that I helped them with was to, you know, look at the light at the end of the tunnel, you know, to stay positive and optimistic. So and, I like uh, that, that you called in and that you feel that way. Yeah, I do. And also one important thing that I have to say before I go, Gratitude every day. Uh, try, to be, try to look for something that I'm grateful for, even when things are bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? And uh, that's what yeah. helps me a lot. Well, you know, one thing that my daughter had to teach me was to live in the present. Because I was always uh, so busy raising my kids and working 60 hours a week and then all the activities I was involved with at our church and things that I was so busy that I would forget to just be present in what I'm doing. She got breast cancer and she died. She was 31. And that was uh, the one thing she told me before she left. She said, Mother, I want you to just learn to live in the present. Be present with your breathing, with your thinking, with who you're being with at that very moment, and just be present and enjoy that. Yeah. So can you share, enlighten me on any of that, how you're able to do that? I, I was able to do what? How you're able to just live in the present and be oh, there yeah, 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 yeah. and enjoy That's- every moment. That's um, one of the lessons that I learned about uh, two years ago. 
because I uh-huh. used to be like like I used to be like you. So you know, also I used to always worry about the future. I want to accomplish this. I want this tomorrow. Right. I want this tomorrow. So uh, you know, and uh, sometimes that tomorrow doesn't come. So we might as well, <laughs> you know, it, it can. You know, so we might as well enjoy the present. You know what I mean? Because you know, if you you're not enjoying the present, you're working hard, you're making all this money, you're saving for tomorrow, you're going to do yeah. this, tomorrow you're going to do that. And then, what's something uh-huh. happen to you? Then what? Right. So you might as well live. Right. I live my life today as if it's my last day. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. and I That's appreciate, wonderful. I just I appreciate yeah. being able to get up in the morning, being able to Perfect. walk, you know, because that's, not, you know, some people can't even do that. So. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, we, my husband and I pray together every night out loud before we go to bed. And every morning, we thank God that we wake up and that we're able to put our feet on the floor wow. to start a, a new day. That's what I do, too. It's funny, that because it's all these things you said about your daughter that I've been through about two years ago. Prayers, I pray in the morning, I pray before I go to bed. Yeah, same thing. I, do. I guess I'm glad to hear that, you know. There's a lot of people, you know, who think that way. You know, sometimes we do things you're not sure yeah. about what you just said. Uh-huh. And that's, you know, it's about living the present, living the moment. That's something that I learned about you. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's what I've been learning. And, you know, I say if we just learn one thing every day, you know, it's been a wonderful yeah. day. Yeah. And, and like I said, gratitude. I'm just... Every day I'm grateful because some things I work working out the way I want them to, but I'm just grateful to be able to live here in New York City because a lot of people can't even afford to live here. I'm able to uh, be okay financially. A lot of people cannot do that. You know what I mean? I'm able to have mm-hmm. good health. A lot of people have all the money, but they have no, no health. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so you have to look at all these things and it just, you know, it makes you I know. When I was young, you know, people would say, oh, you know, as long as you have your health, you have everything. But when I was young, I had my health, and I was like, that doesn't make any sense to me. I just want to make a lot of money. You yep. know, and now that I'm older, I realize you cannot buy health. You have no. got to take care of yourself. Yep. Because our people are millionaires, and their health is just falling apart. But the money can't fix that, so. I know, yeah. So as me and my husband have gotten older, we really do value the importance of eating healthy and exercising, get plenty of rest, and taking care of ourselves. So that is a lesson I've learned in my later years that I wish that I would have known in my younger years. (laughs) Well, it's never too late, you know. But I, I agree with that. That's something I practice too, eating healthy. That's part of the process. You know, eating healthy, try, you know, uh-huh. being positive and not abusing your body, you know. Get some rest right. when you're tired, you know. Thank and you so I'll, much for talking to me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sign out and let Jay and TJ take back over. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you so much. I appreciate it. Well, folks, you know, we're all the doctors of our own bodies. So, you know, we don't have to have medicine to know how to stay alive if we're just talking about ourselves. So be interested in other people. And my sister that's been talking was a a nurse, and she's uh, been a very good uh, person for patient care. 
everybody that's listening, Dashio and Brenda, and uh, helping me now learn how to take care of the uh, diet and the human frame and the cause and prevention of disease. But, you know, Deepak Chopra, I don't know if any of you are interested in Deepak, but I, uh, well, I know have talked to people. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you do. Yeah. So he uh, he wrote a book called Quantum Healing, Caring and Describing, you know, the body and how we have an alarm system. But he called it awakening in the morning that if you would learn the signals of your body, so you learn them so you can have joy. You find that how many hours you sleep, if you're possibly able to learn what your brain and your body needs to know how much sleep you need, that's very important to stay alive. And uh, hold on just a minute. I've got feedback. Yeah, sorry about that. Brenda, everything everything we do goes on this. It's real, real sensitive. Okay. My sister's learning about radio, and she doesn't realize that you can't move or touch anything or make a move or anything. (laughs) It's really amazing how much, like your car sounds. I mean, they're way outside. Yeah, it's getting a little noisy. I'm going to stand up before you. I get it out of control here because there's a lot of... No, 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 that's okay. I can mute you at any time, ask you. So, okay. uh, but I really, I really appreciate you calling in and listening to what we're doing, but you're welcome every Sunday, and we'll do our best to keep people entertained in just being here because most of the people that listen to us are friends of ours in social media and Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn. You've heard about all those places, haven't you? Social yes. media, open source. Do you have a Facebook account or, or Twitter? I, 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 uh, I had a LinkedIn, but um, Facebook, I, I used to uh, have a business account, but uh, I just don't. Um, I haven't updated it yet, so I don't even think it's on right now. But I, I have Yeah, a, a lot of people account. got off of Facebook and are leaving yeah. Facebook. So a lot of people, uh, it's just folks, it's good to have friends, but... You know, social media has taken a turn now because of live streaming. And, of course, now we're also using blog talk radio. We always have. Radio will always be around. And I'm hoping TV and television and movies, a lot of people thought when television that movies would be over. But, you know, a lot of people still enjoy seeing the big silver screen and going to movies. And we talk about how that influences us and gives us joy in our hearts. So we'll be talking about things that make us uh, feel better about ourselves. And one thing about Sundays, you know, we like to read a few little scriptures, and not all my people are into uh, universal life or into being Christians. A lot of them are heathens, <laughs> pagans, and uh, actually uh, agnostics and atheists. But, you know, uh, I personally was raised in America, and I believe in faith. And I've learned that faith goes a lot, a long way. And, you know, the uh, people that have left the longest stories about being who we are, if whether we believe in a God or not, you know, we have the stories of Moses and Elijah and Jesus and Peter and James and his brother John and how they had faith. But I'd just like to put that thought in your heart that regardless of what you believe, that when you get in a really bad place, you know, it's hope in your heart that will bring you closer to reality of actually existing and following up with because I too, like my sister, we've lost our children uh, later on in life. And so we have eternal life and 
having uh, a way to hold on to joy, it's not easy. You know, it's just not easy. And I know that, uh, Michael, you haven't talked much tonight. And uh, would you like to talk about something that makes you uh, feel better about life? Because you're actually a pastor. Do you have any Jesus moments you'd like to talk about or anything being a, a priest or a high servant or why we even have a God and why we have joy in our hearts with people that listen to us on radios, how, how we can help people? Well, actually, I'm in the middle of looking something up right now, so uh, if you'll just uh, bear with me a few minutes. I will find what I'm looking for. I don't know where it's at yet, but I'm going to find it. Okay, well, thank you, uh, Michael. We're, we're talking about how to be happy and feel better about yourself. Jim, I tell you what, I've got all kinds of things I can talk about, but folks, since we have guests today, I'd like to hear some of their opinions on how they keep themselves happy. So let's do a little traveling to make it more interesting for all those people because I have up here about our Ace Metaphysical Institute, but let's do a little programming about geniuses. This gentleman that's going to talk Jim actually is uh, one of those genius type of children. Uh, he doesn't have a lot of confidence, to be honest. He's very shy. But to practice uh, on the radio so he'll forevermore have this here for his wife, if he knows his wife is listening. So uh, are you a big brother, uh, Jim? Because uh, tell us what that 4.0 was. Uh, you have something about going to school and I'm sure a lot of baby boomers are listening. It used to be a big deal, not so much to kids today. They may not even have the money to go to high academic school, but there's a lot of people out there listening to people, and they'd like to be smarter. But what do you suggest? Because you're obviously a happy soul, even though you're shy, Jim. But did you know? tell us about the 4.0. You had two of them, because otherwise I'm going to get Brenda to brag about you a little bit. So if you'd like to tell you your story, and I thought you were going to be a preacher at one time. I know our stepfather was, and I'm a minister, but I, I, I really feel like a stupid one. But uh, tell us about what you did with the smart genius part of you and make us feel good about being smart, Jim. You got a four point on in chemistry, and what else? Well, I'm not real sure what your question is, but I'll, uh, I, I do uh, – hold on just a second. Yeah, I have uh, I've had two degrees, one in chemistry, one's in biology, um, and I, I was I thought I would go the medical path, but I ended up um, getting a job as a forensic scientist, and I I stayed um, a forensic scientist with the state of Texas at the crime laboratory for over forty years, so it was a job I really enjoyed. Um, as far as we seem to be talking about joy as far as joy in my life. I mean, I think joy does not necessarily mean happiness. Joy just means um, being content in whatever circumstances that, that you find yourself. You don't have to, everything doesn't have to be going perfect for you to be joyful or to have joy is the way I look at it. 
and you don't have to be happy to have joy. It's just a, an inner peace, I think, uh, in whatever circumstances you find yourself, whether things are going good or things are going bad. That's kind of the way I look at it. Good. Michael, you're looking something up, but would, would you like to get to you know Jim a little bit? I haven't found quite what I'm looking for yet, but I'm still searching. All right. Well, Jim, I'd like to get to know you a little better since you're married to my sister, and I, it's a very rare opportunity, folks, that I get them on the radio. I mean, like I've been doing this 10 years, and Jim has never been. This is actually his first time, and isn't it sort of nice? I find a little joy in my heart just finding that my brother-in-law thinks enough of me to come on and help us make this uh, live recording here for everybody that's listening, but it's sort of like being in a time machine, and my sister is going to teleport us back in time and talk about the joy we had as children, but uh, Jim, I get what you're saying about joy, and you know, we don't have to just stay on the subject, but do what's right with joy in your heart is the theme of today. We like to at least have a theme and talk about that, but Doing what is right with joy in your heart, that seems like a right. good way to think of being smart. But I wanted you to talk a little about the different responses to life in general when it comes to being smart and getting uh, better at, at doing uh, – just being yeah. you. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Just being a good person right. education-wise. And why is it different now for kids? Because Elon Musk is saying he doesn't care if people have an education or not or go to college or get a degree. And I think in today's generation that grew up playing computer games, and I'm an evangelist of uh, AI and Internet, although a lot of people may not like it, but that's how I reach more people in radio. So. Can you help me in this situation I'm in? Because I always wanted uh, many degrees, and, you know, my life just impressed me to go into the military and then to become a minister of faith, healing, and ace metaphysical and spiritualism. But it's not necessarily the the path that a lot of people take is uh, universal life. Can you awaken people uh, a little bit about the genius of how education with uh you said chemistry and what else just tell us you know spiritually education you feel does and how that's like doing what's right apparently you thought an education was right when you were growing up anyway but could you just talk a little about education and well yeah growing up education was really important to me i uh i probably put a little bit too more emphasis on uh you know, making high grades. I was valedictorian in high school, and then I, you know, had two degrees and you know all A's in college, and and just went on from there. But I look back on it now, and I think that you know the the college degree isn't absolutely necessary uh, for people to go that path. You can go a different path and and learn a trade and do the best you can. So I think really it's just whatever situation you find yourself, you do the best you can and do the right thing and make right choices. If God presents you with an opportunity, then you um, respond to that. Um, For example, we were given the opportunity to um, uh, adopt two children because it was the right thing to do. 
and and we did it and we were we were on in uh, up in age i mean we were in our we were we were about 40 years old and god presented us with that opportunity and we questioned it at first like well we're too old we can't do this but then we made the decision it's the right thing to do and so we did it and god blessed us and god blessed them through that decision and that's kind of the way you live your life you know god may present you with opportunities and it may seem strange at the time or it may not seem thing to do but present with that opportunity you choose the right thing and do the right thing and it will become a blessing and the key other was didn't go to college yeah good job right and and there are children like the two youngest children of the or the two younger brothers of the two that we adopted um you know they they may not have the education trade but they were able to uh to go into trades and and get good jobs and so education isn't the ultimate thing it's important or it could be important for some people but trades are also important yeah the school of hard knocks yeah like all right like Brenda says school of hard knocks <laughs> Well, sounds like you both have had a good life, and you've both been great life coaches. And uh, sounds like that you found a combination of how to be real, whether you have an education or not. But, you know, we're awakening naturally and helping people. And when you use your voice in conversation, I believe you telling people about your life helps others. And uh, if it was the last day you know, confidentially, that if you had to share it with the world, your role in programming the genius minds and behaviors of other people today for God in today's way of thinking and being and doing and having and being in the moment, as Brenda says. But I'd like to hear from everybody, including Michael, and I'll turn Ashio on here in a minute. But Ashio, you'd be thinking about a good, a good answer. But, you know, if it was less statement to do what's right with joy in your heart to let people know we're creating this ascension church ohana uh, fellowship together what would your statement be and then let brenda and we'll do michael and ashio your choice it's a positive approach right to benefiting because i get depressed a lot folks i'll be honest with you and uh michael's been going through it today so i asked brenda and jim to come on and just help us a little bit, and then Ashio, you're welcome to help too. So, uh, Jim, you want to go first, and then we'll pass it to Brenda, and then Michael, and then Ashio, so everybody has a turn. Do you understand? No, I didn't. I didn't really catch all of that. So, if somebody else did, they could they could go first. Okay, let Brenda go. So, Brenda, you want to help? Your visualization of how to create. If it's your last day on earth, what you think God would tell you to do, what's right today with join your heart to build this Ascension Church, Ohana. It's like your last statement. You may never be on earth again on this radio show. That's the genius of having a sister like me to imagine. <laughs> imagine well, well, the all of the people. The Holy Spirit in my heart to guide me. Because I think of my Holy Spirit as my conscience. 
And by doing the right thing, I'm guided by my Holy Spirit in knowing the difference and knowing right from wrong and choosing to do better, choosing joy, and sharing my experience and my love for my God in life with other people. It's just so simple when you think about it. You just choose joy. You look up, meaning that you're placing all of your life, your love, your hope in God because he is the ultimate creator that we will live with in paradise forever eventually when we leave this world. And so I try not to focus on little details anymore. I just choose joy. I live in the moment. And I don't struggle about little issues because in the end, it's all small stuff. You know, things we worry about today, when we look back on, it's like, why was I worried about that? Why did I spend so much energy into that situation? When you just pray to God, you let go, you let God, let him lead your path, and everything's going to be okay. Pretty good. Uh, Michael, do you have something you'd like to add to that? I I do. I finally found what I was looking for, uh, and I'm just going to quote a really short uh verse here from Galatians chapter 5 verse 22 probably a very familiar uh, verse to a lot of people and I think it goes right along with what Brenda was saying and that verse is uh, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering gentleness, goodness faith, meekness temperance. Against such there is no law. So that's uh what I have to add at this point in time. And okay, I think well, it's definitely something we need to think about. And that's great from a Tennessee minister. Let's see what the man from Manhattan, Mr. Osho, man from Manhattan, tuning in, being part of our, our show today. <laughs> Would yeah. you like to add to that? Have you had time to think or listen to them? Um, I mean, Brenda did such a good job, to be honest with you, uh, pretty much everything that I was thinking. Um, if I have to add something, uh, forgiveness, that's another thing that will add to what she just said. Forgiveness is very important, too, no matter what. But for us to learn to forgive people, I think that could be helpful as well. But pretty much what she said was what I was thinking. Yes. That's very good because, yes, I learned not only to forgive but to forgive yourself. What I've learned in my life is that I have to forgive myself in order to, in forgive, order to forgive other people yep. to live mm-hmm. in exactly. harmony and joy. Yes. Oh, that's good. Experiences draw information into our minds that sometimes it seems real and we're been talking a lot, folks, about what is real in this genius way of thinking, what is reality in today's 2022. Today is August 7th, 2022. We are through the year 2020. I'd like to leave that 
idea that that is in your past, but the present. We say if you're living in the past, that's like depression. If you're living in the future, that's like anxiety. Now, these are just key words. Well, you have to be flexible to build in the now. So be here now and use your genius. You know, your genius is how you put together all those strong thoughts of energy that we all are. And your internal genius never sleeps. We're all motivated, right? And so we go beyond our conscious mind. And we we do learn. I was a truck driver, so my story would be that when I used to drive, I would see a tornado. It would scare me or a big snowstorm. And I have to admit, I really had to do a lot of praying coast to coast in the United States of America as a big truck driver because you're out there all alone. You're out there uh, in the elements. You have no control over them of whether you're driving in icy streets up in the mountains, if your brakes are going to hold. So I learned in this reality that there's a lot of things we cannot control. And so we do our best when those times come. But I would also learn the uh, motto we had was just keep going because the weather will change any time or the, the moment will change. But sometimes... You just have to be smart enough to just pull over and wait till this the the universe or the weather or the elements change. So that's what we have to do sometimes as truck drivers getting those computers or that food to the store. And we have to remember that we all have a, a path and we all have a different journey and we're all responding to things that are happening in the now. But we also look at things we want to do in the future. So always imagine with hope and joy in your heart that there's a way, a truth, and a light. And many of us give that the idea of genius that we call Jesus in your heart. And that's the way I was raised to believe in America. I wasn't raised in India or uh, like uh, other people out of country. So we believe that Jesus was here and was the way, the truth, and the life, and the light, and we always think about that. You know, those people say, well, those are just stories in the old books, but yes, they were in many, many cultures before we had this one here, and there's many stories, well, you know, and I haven't been to Jerusalem. Go ahead. Brenda, would you like to talk? Uh, yes, Jim was just reminding me. Years ago, we were taking a class at our church, and it was called Experiencing God. And I learned in that class to let go and let God and that he is God and I am not. And I let go of the control that I was trying to keep on my life, my husband, my children, my job, my friends, my quartet, everything. Once I released that to God, I felt so much better. I was so relieved. I was like, well, you know what? God is God, and I am not. It was such a revelation. It was so simple and so silly. But when that came to me in a vision, I was just like, well, duh. I don't have to take all this burden on my shoulders because God only wants us to have a relationship with him to ask him to help us. And once I did that, it made my life so much easier. 
Well, that's true. And so those of you that what want to. In the Bible, take my yoke upon you, for my, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Isn't that the verse? Very good, Michael. That's the verse. Now, don't ask me where it's at. I can quote it, but I can't necessarily tell you where it's at. But. <laughs> well, I know it's in there. I can well, look it all... up and find out where it's at. But. Well, if you feel so inspired to do that, that might be one of your quests for today, Michael. Uh, Ashio, do you have any verses you want to add or any memories or any stories? You want to no, imagine and share? Um, all I can add is um, always live your truth, you know? Um, because you talked earlier about depression and all that. Sometimes people are not living the truth. They find themselves in a state of depression. And uh, I think when you're living the truth, you're being yourself. You're not trying to impress anybody else trying to, you know, and people accept you for who you are, that's something that I'm sure can help somebody out there. Because living in New York City, it, you know, you come across people who wear a lot of masks, you know, not living the truth, you know. And, uh, and one thing that I noticed, most of these people tend to be depressed. They tend to be unstable. And uh, it's just because they're not living the truth. They're so busy trying to impress their friends and neighbors, trying to be something they're not, you know. And in order to be accepted, in order to be fit in, to fit in, and during that process they get lost, and then that's where the depression comes in. Hopefully well, that that's true. Everybody, maybe their internal genius may be asleep. <laughs> <laughs> the conscious mind as you walk by them in Manhattan, a lot of people say that they're asleep. If a lot of you people out there in the spiritual world want to know why we talk yeah. about the ascension age and the awakening, it's just yeah. the awakening to the fact that you do have an internal source of yeah. energy and that light, that inner knowing, that yeah. inner still small voice is possibly your internal guide that you were born with. And that internal guide, that still small voice, where does that come from? Is that this is something that in physics they're trying to figure out because everyone knows that our brains are much more than we think they are. And they even took out Einstein's brain and they are trying to study that, okay? okay. And you really, when you take out the brain, it's like, well, where is everything? It's not in the yeah. body, right? So this is a, a really perplexing way to think of your body is the fact that, oh, we're told, oh, well, everything's imagined in our minds and brains. But where are your memories? And where is that voice that sometimes you know is not your own? It's that still, small voice, they say, inner knowing that you experience literally. That's your quantum conscious learning that's other than your conscious mind, other than what you have in a human form. And this is what we teach folks in spirituality to be, as Osio said, your truth, not to wear those masks, that we truly hope that many of you learn to speak your own truth, even though most of us, uh, we may want to talk about the joy of filtering. <laughs> I don't know. 
uh, experiences yeah. in real or imagined because a lot of my friends love what we do in art, culture, and education, and with Michael even painting uh, his reality in his own mind into a canvas the way he wants to see his truth and how it comes out of his own neuro channels on in colors well, and what he can make in art. That's very, very important. Yes, ma'am. Jim has a question he would like to ask our guest speaker from New York. Okay, I should. Okay. I shall. Yeah, I have a question for the New what York guest. Um, okay. How did you find How did you find out about this radio show, or how What prompted you to call in? Oh, I guess I was intuition. You know, um, just you know, when you have intuition, and just decided to to call. You know, I mean, I I just think there's no thing as you know, <laughs> going after the, you know that, that voice that's telling you to do something. You know, which is my intuition, and that's simple as that. Well, that's that's interesting. I, I was also I understand the intuition and being drawn to it. I was just wondering how how you found the show to uh, to actually connect with it. No, just um, you know, I know about Block Talk Radio, and uh, uh, before I call, I was on my phone. I pick up my phone and just just started looking at, like I said, intuition. Just started looking at Block Talk Show Radio, and then I was pulled toward the show. So, and I decided to call. I mean, clearly, I was meant to call That's today. That's very <laughs> interesting. This is all new to us, and so we're trying to figure out: Were you? Just surfing with the radio? Were you on the internet or no. how did you find this number to call? It, it Why would you just, call her sister? <laughs> I just uh, started listening first, you know, on my phone, and then uh, just trying, you know, call. And I wasn't even expecting to be on. I was just thinking I'm going to listen. But as you can see, one thing led to another. And as uh, I was saying. It's not really a coincidence. Things happen the way they're supposed to happen. Because I was clearly... Things always happen for a reason. That's true. And this is all so new to me and my husband from Texas that we're just trying to... We're learning about this radio world. And so we're like, how do people know to call in to this radio station? So you're saying it was just intuition? Were you yeah. listening to the radio? Were you on the internet coming in? No, I was on my phone. I, I, I was just on my phone and I was just searching and I you know, went there. So what I did first before I called, I started listening on my phone. You know. So That's you were on your phone. And and then <laughs> I I decided to uh, to call, but I, I wasn't like, I wasn't thinking of. Um, I wasn't thinking of going on. I was just, you know, was going to listen. But then... Uh, well, we're glad you did. It's been enjoyable talking to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the truth will set you free. <laughs> the illusion of the limitation, right? So quantum reality, folks. You know, we think about... Uh, what to say and how does intuition work and all these people out there 
in this relationship, folks. We have with Spotify and iHeart and all these other places out there, folks. We really appreciate you tuning in and being here with us literally and experiencing what we're experiencing right now on the planet Earth because this is just a tiny little speck out there, like a little flea on a dog out there. <laughs> if you think about, you know, what is subjective and in relation to what are we doing here, my sister's trying to figure this whole thing out. Like there's some big conscious moment that's going to have an aha moment that let go and let God, and all of a sudden we're going to wake up in this dream is, you know, are we programmed? Are we experiencing uh, AI? You know, and that's a lot of what I've been studying in this quantum reality that we're all, which quantum just stems from uh, Latin meaning how much, okay? And so from the smallest unit of energy to the largest, we do the microcosm and the macrocosm, the smallest micro to the largest macro. And what they found out in physics, and with my forensic scientist here, I'm very honored to have my brother-in-law, Jim Thomas, as a quantum uh, physicist, so to speak, but he calls himself the chemist. But if you've ever watched Bones on TV, Ashio, have you seen Bones ever on TV, or did, were you ever allowed to watch television in your past no, I've been, journey? I haven't I've seen it, but I heard about it. Oh, you've heard about it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, Ashio, are you over 50 by chance? Close to 50. You're close to 50, not quite, right? Yeah. Well, thank you. You're middle-aged. You're younger than my children. I'm a very, very old lady, but I just wanted to put (laughs) on the theory of everything for my sister here, wandering around, trying to figure out she can't be still. I was hoping she'd learn how to sit down and be still and know. Today, but no such luck. She's up running around, shaking her head and putting her hands up. <laughs> she just doesn't get the reality of what we're doing and how she became a part of this reality. But she, you were born into it, honey. What can I say? <laughs> Michael's been saying the same thing right for eight years. Michael, Michael, can you talk to Jim for a minute about something about? Uh, how is this incomprehensible to an artist sitting there painting with a forensic scientist and Ashio uh, here from New York calling in with intuition? I think you're probably smarter than all of us, Michael. You're sitting there at least creating something while we're sitting here all talking together. I am living in the moment. I am painting. I am painting. I am having a good day at the easel after a bad day yesterday when I wouldn't sit at the easel to save my life. So I am having a good day here. This portrait is actually just moments away from being completely finished. So, Uh, Jim, I do want to apologize for not explaining what I was doing on the live feed the other night. I did have a a reason for not explaining what I was doing. That's okay. I I was just enjoying watching what you were doing, so that's okay. I'm I'm being less creative right now than you. All I'm doing is babysitting three um, Yorkshire Terriers and trying to keep them quiet while this radio show is going on. So I'm a little bit less than creative. Well, I don't know. It would be pretty creative keeping a dog quiet. I don't know. I have I have a cat, so I don't have that problem. My cat is usually quiet. 
But the reason I wasn't explaining what I was doing mainly is because I had somebody that I figured would be listening in, and he likes to try to steal what I have learned through my research and, and stuff, and that's basically why I don't explain anything because he just ends up trying to steal what I'm doing. Basically, call it selfish, if you will, but dang it, I, I worked, I, I've worked and read and studied and done all this work to learn this, and he's capable of doing the same thing I'm doing if he would apply himself to it instead of just trying to steal from me all the time. I mean, maybe, I, maybe I'm wrong to be that way, but... And I probably I probably am wrong because I, I I do owe the guy a lot. He's been a good friend. I just think he could learn people learn more if they learn for themselves and not have it spoon fed to them. You know, I just I just take I I learn more about painting by actually trying to, by reading about it and doing it than having somebody explain it to me. I took. I actually took an art class when I was in college. Unfortunately, that was during my rebellious phase. It was a night class, and uh, when I had the money, I was out to buy that 12-pack of beer. So uh, I really didn't get a whole lot out of that class. I barely even remember that class. So <laughs> that don't look bad at all. I'll be posting this one tonight. Uh Somebody told me today paint. I needed to explain to people why I paint or how I paint, and I honestly cannot explain how I paint a lot of times because we've been talking about living in the moment, and when I'm painting, I am literally in that moment. That is all. I, I, uh, maybe it's a little zen, but when I paint, I merely paint. That's That's just... I don't know. I, I just start putting paint on the canvas, and that's what I do. I can't really explain how I do it. I just start doing it. Well, folks, there you go. The pastor painter, Oshio or Oshio. Is this an a, a, a or an O? <laughs> Master pastor. <laughs> Okay. Well, you got any questions for the pastor, master, painter there? He's uh, a little Van Goghish, or can we talk about past lives or anything, uh, Michael, that uh, have a sudden brilliant flash in the moment with Ashio? Or... Ashio, well, what do you do for a living? Um, I'm an interpreter. What? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, I missed it. Hello? Hello? Uh, well, I wonder where everybody's at now. I guess it's just me and you now. Yeah, well, I've been to Did you say you were an entrepreneur? Yeah. What uh, what do you do? I have an online business. I mean, what, kind, what kind of business specifically, if you can talk about it? You know, I'm trying not to put too much out there, as I said earlier in the beginning. You know what I mean? I'm trying to do a little more. You understand? But I do uh, I do have online business, but I don't want to say too much. You know what I mean? 
Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, that's as she, she was asking me earlier when I started talking about my personal exactly, but you know, uh, you know, but uh, yeah, uh, I have my own business. I've been having my own business for several years now. Oh, that's that's good. I I'm trying to make something out of this uh, paint painting. Is I'm trying to make at least a little extra money painting. I make some every once in a while. I'm are I'm you not, a, I'm are you online? Are you on Etsy? I have I have a Facebook page where I post everything, and I've got an Instagram page where I post everything. And uh, what I post? I'm sorry. No, say so you you have to try to see something like Etsy. You know, some, some people. You know, you have to uh, well, yeah, I market. Probably, I probably. I probably need to set up an Etsy shop or something yeah. like that. I mean, yeah. I'd I like to set up a website, but I really can't afford the fees to set up a website. You know what I mean? I mean, I work in a uh, factory to make it. I have to work in a factory to support my painting habit and my cats. So. Yeah, I mean, I would suggest Etsy. That's, you know, when I first started, I, I still don't even have my own website. I've used other platforms for my businesses, and I'm doing well, so. I was there because once you start having your own website, you don't get that promotion that Etsy or somebody Amazon or whoever could do for you. You understand? What I'm because they'll be able to promote your product. Because once you're on Etsy, you know how many people go on Etsy on a regular basis. <laughs> Are you there? Well, I've got to admit here, I've spent quite a bit of money on there here in recent. Uh, Recent weeks, but yeah, not because, much recent. But uh, being on just on Facebook, that's not enough. You know, if you're trying to make a little extra money, that's not enough. We have to. Yeah, uh, Facebook. You know, I'm definitely not getting rich. I I don't think I've made a dime off of Facebook. I can honestly <laughs> say I haven't made a dime on there. So, but by golly, this looks pretty darn decent. That's gonna, that's gonna be, that's gonna, that's going this, this is going, this is going to be the even next month. <laughs> well, uh, Pastor, yeah, since you're not giving us a sermon, what are you talking about? What is your, if it's not a bear and it's not a UFO this time, what are you painting? We're talking about business, and y'all are just. Well, we're talking about business. Business. Because I remember the last question you asked me what I was doing, and I said with entrepreneur and somebody disappeared. I don't know. Are you there? Oh, oh you're an entrepreneur. Say it again. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> Brenda, my sister had to sneak out out here, and she brought the word believe in little blocks, and she was carrying them all in two hands, but she was able to bring one, two, three, four, five, six, seven blocks that spell believe, and they happened to match my living room, but it was funny, Ashio, because I don't really know why she did it, so I guess maybe we're supposed to talk about the genius of being in the moment of how one helps each other as masters and we're master pastors of the superconscious, aren't we? Going, you know, we could talk about 
uh, being entrepreneurs in the alpha state and how Einstein had an uncanny ability, folks, to function on very small amounts of sleep. So he'd, he would call it cat naps, sleeping about 15 minutes at a time, okay, for six or seven days. And he discovered that the brain is unable to discern the time of the alpha level of the mind. So Einstein was convinced that the brain and the body was all about the sleep it needed, okay? So he was able to convince his brain and body. You know, you get to learn over your body. But uh, I guess what the pastor, Master Mike. Remember right. Say what? I said, I think Thomas Edison was the same way, if I remember right. He didn't sleep a whole lot either. Wow. Well, look it up, Michael. Our, uh, one of our geniuses. Thomas Thomas, Thomas Edison, he would sleep a couple hours at a time. (laughs) That's what what I do on the weekends. I do the same thing on the weekends myself. I'll admit it. Do what? But I don't. I don't want to waste my time off work sleeping. All right. So, what do you want to add here in the creative part of being an entrepreneur with Osio? Osio, help us out here. You're studying. Uh, what do you study? You were talking about Etsy, folks. That's E T S Y. No. I was. Referring him for his business, his, his painting, which was Etsy, instead of uh, having the own website because it's you know it's more expensive to have your own website and you have less traffic, less exposure. However, if you go to somebody Etsy shop, you get more exposure and it'd be cheaper for you. Because I started, I started my business. I don't even have my own website. I use other other platforms like Amazon, Etsy, and so on. You know what I mean? Because it, you need that exposure that Etsy or Amazon can give you that you can't really get on your own. Even Facebook is not enough. Are you a painter or do you write books or what do you do? Or do you Are you a trader? Um, or do you bring products? No, I, said, I, I, said, I said product. Um, as I said to you earlier, I don't want to say too much because you never know who's listening. You know what I'm saying? I mean, <laughs> you know, I'm just trying to be... Yeah, but it's super uh, learning, I sell, huh? <laughs> uh, I sell product online. Uh, as I recommended to Michael, I don't, I don't even have my own website, which I was thinking of doing. But you're not going to get the same exposure as if you use somebody else's platform. You know, even if you have to pay commission to uh, having an Etsy shop, it's going to be more beneficial for you than to just have your own website. So you're saying that some of the larger companies that have a following may be uh, beneficial, beneficial for people yeah. like uh, I mean, I, all I, these I, people I, that are yeah. worrying how to make a, two pennies rub together, which would be a joy to some people. You know, if they're doing yeah. what's right, they want to have abundance. So maybe we could talk about that. We've got quite a long time left on our show. Would you like to well, talk about to, that? Of shortly, but um, I can answer a few questions in terms of business because that's what I do. Um, I started my business with just hundred dollars, you know what I mean? So and it grew from there. But as I was saying to him, I didn't, I don't have a website. I use other platform marketplaces like Amazon, eBay, Etsy, and so on. What helped me because I didn't have to worry about promoting my product. They're promoting it for me. And all I have to do is pay them commission. 
and which is still cheaper than me having my own website and then promoting my product on my website. So I have to make sure that people can find me and, uh, you know, Hopefully. Well, we appreciate you doing that, helping us integrate other people into our language here because I've been with uh, Block Talk because this was where uh, people had asked me to be on their radio shows. I was actually a writer in Canada for the UFO Digest when I got started, but I already had the Ascension Center in Hawaii, and Ascension Center organization is ACO, which I still carry as a brand. But uh, also I have the Ace Metaphysical Institute, and we use the Invisible College, of course, and the Psychic University I have with American Communications Online. But the Ascension Church Ohana was actually born out of my daughter's heart and uh, the family, Ohana, the family, and, you know, having uh, family, Ohana. Brenda, do you want to look up O-H-A-N-A for us and tell us what that means in Hawaii, if you're still listening? And I don't hear you or Jim anymore, but uh, you two could help us out here. And Jim, Jim? Oh, she's got a letter. Here it is. Okay, but in order to help, we like to sometimes tell people what we're creating together as humans, but it'll be O-H-A-N-A, Ohana, and we'll talk a little bit about abundance and family, folks, because we'd like to have everybody learn like we all learn together. And uh, we're all master librarians, believe it or not. I don't know if any of you believe like that, but our databases, if you relate to Ashio and Michael, I mean, Ashio is an entrepreneur. He's in trades, import, export, or whatever he's bringing in, or just moving stuff from one place to another. But he's giving uh, Michael ideas on how to... Uh, do his artwork, maybe make copies and sell them various places. And then Jim and Brenda are on the other end of the spectrum. They're not trying to sell anything. They're on the other hand at the point where they've already retired, made all their money, and are now outspending their money. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. And I'm being okay, a conscious. The definition of ohana is the Hawaiian word for family. These, there tends to be a strong sense of family when growing up in smaller towns in the old days. Families in Hawaii tended to be quite large, often four or five siblings. So that is the definition. A person's ohana can include their best friends, neighbors, or anyone else who is special in their life. And Ohana is special. The person within it are bound together by genuine compassion, culture, support, loyalty, and love for each other. To become a part of someone's Ohana is a great honor. Thank you for that, Brenda. I hope everybody likes that. Ashio, what do you think of that? you think we could create that with you in Manhattan? Would you be willing to have a purpose in life, maybe a positive purpose uh, of coming here and helping Brenda and Jim and Michael. And my name is TJ for the show. It's for Teresa Jeanette. Uh, but how do you feel about that, Ashio? Because you've been quite a delight. Um, I do a feel about what? The word uh, Ohana and creating 
Brenda, read it more one more time. Yeah, because I, 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 I kind of I, I walked away for a minute because I had to stand up <laughs> shortly. I'm so I thought I missed that part. That's something I could stand, you know. So read it again. Brenda, please. Brenda, he wasn't listening, okay. but you can come back and okay. re- and listen to the recording one more yes. time, and then you tell us how you feel about okay. sharing with all of us because we're all family. Okay. Well, okay. Michael's been with me eight years, but he's okay. in Tennessee. Okay. Ohana is the Hawaiian word for family. There tends to be a strong sense of family when growing up in smaller towns. In the old days, families in Hawaii tended to be quite large, often four or five or more siblings. A person's ohana can include their best friends, neighbors, or anyone else who is special in their life. An ohana is special. The people within it are bound together by genuine compassion, culture, support, loyalty, and love for each other. To become a part of someone's ohana is a great honor. Okay. I I agree with what you said. I mean, in terms of family, you know, hopefully... I'm becoming, uh, you know, uh, uh, can become somebody's ohana, and you know, and and uh, it's um, I'd be very happy, you know, I guess, because it's part. It's uh, it's not something that's uh, just. It's something a little more precious that, you know, that I thought before she started reading it, but so if I'm part of a Ohana, I'm going to be extremely grateful for whatever, you know, any other Ohana that is. That's very true. It's like, you can be my Ohana, even though we're not blood related, I choose for you to join my family because we are of like minds and we care about each other in our conversation. Yeah. And your last sentence you was being part. Of, you, the last sentence you said was that being part of some, somebody's honor is a is a privilege or something something like that. What was the last sentence you said? Yeah. That was the last of the last sentence of the description. Being, being part of somebody's honor is a pri- great privilege. A great is that what you said? Great privilege. Okay. Yeah, Brenda. Did you do you still have that? You may want to write it down yes. somewhere. It says the people within it are bound together by genuine compassion, culture, support, loyalty, and love for each other. To become yes. a part of someone's ohana is a great honor. Oh, great honor! Okay, great honor! Wow, those are very powerful words, folks. Yeah, that's what I want to hear it again. Yeah, great honor. Yeah. Very nice. And folks, you know, you can feel it in your heart, but on a day-to-day basis, we may not display it or say it or feel it. And uh, maybe that's something we need to look at because our church and universal life that I'm an ordained minister of is do what is right is the only call to our service uh, to be a member of our church, believe it or not. And Ascension Brenda, would you give us A-S-C-E-N-S-I-O-N? And then, Jim, if you're listening, will you look at church on your phone? 
Uh, I don't know if you can do that or you need a dictionary. Jim, can you look up church? Oh, you can't? Unfortunately, I have to sign off. Will are you guys on every Sunday? Yes, and we hope you find us. But uh, we'll have to look up church, too, because uh, Jim uh, is indisposed right now helping fix something for me. (laughs) Uh, Michael can look it up. Michael, you look up church for us. But, yeah, we've got a hot I have ascension. Okay. Ascension in Christian belief, Jesus Christ into heaven on the 40th day after his resurrection. That's what they're saying ascension is in the Christian belief. The Feast of the Ascension ranks with Christmas, Easter, and Pentecost in the university of its observance among Christians. So that's wow. the definition of ascension. I've never heard that one before. Isn't that interesting, folks? That we're, Well, look at church then. Let's see what that is because we've got ACO. There are several. There are several definitions. Uh, I'm going to go with the one that uh, I think most applies, uh, and that is uh, a body or organization of religious believers. But there are several huh. other uh, there are several other definitions, but that's the one that seems to apply to what we're talking about here. Wow, and we've got Ascension Church Ohana with a federal ID, Ashoa. Ashoa, I hope you'll come back and figure out how to put these three words together for us. What? It was a pleasure. Uh, I have to stand up. It was a pleasure. I'm definitely going to try to come back next Sunday. Uh, I made sure I bookmarked it on my, on my phone. And uh, oh, sure. ho- hopefully. It's all about intuition. You know, Hopefully, uh, I was, uh, you know, somebody benefited from me being able to talk today. And uh, I, I want to thank you all of you for giving me the opportunity and uh, not only to speak, but also to learn from you guys. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah, it was very nice talking to you. Same here. Thank you so much, guys. You have a great night. Thank you, Asia. All right, Asia, thank you so much and for your intuition bringing you to our show today. That's very delightful to have you as a guest. Thank you. Thank you. I'll talk for now. We'll talk to you next week, hopefully. Thank you, Asia. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. Now, Brenda and Jim's busy, folks, so he had to step away. That was the genius. <laughs> well, Brenda, uh, Jim's not very good at, at really – talking about yourself, but most people aren't. But do you want to share some stuff about his genius? Uh, Do you feel like he's a genius? I just think that that's such a good thing. What is right? Genius. He has just been, he's a twin, and his brother excelled in sports, and Jim excelled in school. He always made straight A's. He was valedictorian of his high school. And then he went to college and got two degrees at the same time within four years, which was in science and biology, which is two of the hardest degrees to obtain, much less have a 4.0 grade average. And then he went into becoming a forensic scientist with the Department of Public Safety, 
It's been 42 years ago. He spent 40 years in one position with the DPS Crime Lab in Texas for 40 years. I mean, that's incredible. I'm an RN, CCM, and I had many jobs over the last 40 years. But for him to maintain one job in 40 years to me is just incredible. And as a forensic chemist with the DPS Crime Lab, he did a world of different positions during that time. And he's just so intelligent. Now, he'll tell you he has no common sense, but he's very intelligent. And he's the smartest man I've ever known, and I'm so very proud that he chose me to be his wife. Delightful. And I just have always been very impressed with him as a person because all I met was a very shy young man that loved my sister and let me write on his sea do <laughs> out at uh, Lake That's Travis. That's right. And they told us because I was the secretary in the DPS crime lab, and that's how we met. And that's how we fell in love. And all of our coworkers said it would never last. And we've been together 41 years. So opposites do attract. I am very outgoing and talkative. He is very shy and inward. But together we make just the perfect power couple that we've been on our honeymoon now for 41 years. Now, tell me about this word believe. Would you like to look it up since it became very important to you? <laughs> it's sitting in the middle of my living room now. <laughs> I believe we need to look at this word believe, folks, because it goes with hope. And I'd like to have hope. But look at B-E-L-I-E-V-E and let, uh, Michael, if you don't mind, look up H-O-P-E. We still have 23 minutes left. We've got a long way to go, folks. <laughs> you know, well, that's I, just I life. That believe, I mean, believe. I believe in Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. I think you have to believe because there is no proof, you know, that God exists. You have to believe it. To believe it is to accept something as true you feel sure of the truth. It says, of the superintendent believed Lancaster story, whatever that is, but it's to hold as an opinion. Think or suppose, I believe we've already met. I believe, to me, means that even though I can't see it, feel it, or taste it, I believe I was created in the image of God and that he sent his son to take on all my sins, even if I was the only one in the world, God would have sent his son to save me, and that I will live in eternity in paradise with God forever. And what's the def- word definition for believe? Can you look up the word definition? Yes, to believe, That's your to be- to believe is to have faith or confidence in the existence, existence or worth of, I don't believe in ghosts. He believes in daily exercise. To accept is true. Don't believe everything you read. To accept the word or they didn't believe it. So to believe is to have faith or confidence in the existence of our worth. So the spiritual meaning of belief, according to Nelson's Bible Dictionary, 
defined faith as a belief in our confident attitude toward God, involving commitment to his will for one's life. Nelson also says belief is to place one's trust in God's truth. A person who believes is one who takes God at his word and trusts in him for salvation. Wow. Well, thank you for integrating that. I heard a change in your voice from your spiritual side testimony to your definition when I asked you. It was amazing. I hope people that are into uh, humans, humanoids, and AI will listen to that transition because that explains a lot, even though she does. I know because she's my humanoid sister, sentient, intelligent being in the other room right now. She'd been darting back and forth. (laughs) But the best way to explain who's talking to me is Brenda, my sister, because we were born of the same humanoid family. We both had the same maternal mother or mother on our maternal side and paternal. We both had the same father or we were both... uh, delivered of the womb of a another soul, another humanoid, sentient, intelligent being. At least she and I can witness to each other since we were small children that even though our parents have passed or what we call transitioning in the Ascension Church Ohana, we know that the people uh, we believe in were born, we live, and we die. And I personally believe in the afterlife, and I believe in the pre-life. Not everybody does, but that's my choice. But I don't know if she does uh, believe in life after life, but I do know she believes that Jesus came and went and that our daughters, because she and I have talked about it, because she and I both had a daughter that has passed, even though Brenda and Jan, I'm TJ, but I grew up as Jan, so she calls me Jan, J-A-N. But she and I both lost a daughter in this reality, and here we are for the first time in our entire lives doing a show. She's been on my show before, maybe once or twice in the years, just traveling through, but not to meet for Ascension Church Ohana and to bring me the word believe. I believe, like Ashio was saying, He just found it through his intuition. And then, Brenda, you said you don't believe there are any accidents. And didn't you say something to that accord earlier? You're not an agnostic, but you said something about that, didn't you? Well, um, power of belief. The power of belief resides in its ability to do four things. Belief creates vision. Belief creates strength of will, belief creates resilience, and belief ignites and activates. So why is belief so important? Well, it's important because behavior is important and your behavior depends on your beliefs. Everything you do can be traced back to beliefs you hold about the world. Everything from brushing your teeth to your career it all goes back to what you believe in. And what do you have, Michael? You want me to go hope? on? Yeah, give Michael a chance to say hope, and then you can go on with believe. Mike, did you look up okay. H-O-P-E for us? Yes, yes, I did. 
It is. But, there's two definitions, and both apply in this case. Uh, a feeling of expectation and desire for a certain thing to happen. And the archaic meaning is a feeling of trust. So I think both uh, apply with what we're talking about today. Okay, Brenda. Okay, Brenda. Uh, Okay. So where does belief come from? Belief originates from what we hear and keep on hearing from others ever since we were children and even before that. The sources of belief include environments, events, knowledge, past experience, visualization, and on and on. So do our beliefs define define us? Bertrand Russell observed that believing is the most mental thing we do. Indeed, our beliefs define the world for us. Our thoughts and feelings, our actions and reactions respond not to the world as it actually is, but to the world as we believe it to be. And how do beliefs affect us? Beliefs are the assumptions we hold to be true. They stem from real-life experiences. As human beings, our values and beliefs affect the quality of our life, our work, and our relationships. Since what we believe is what we experience, we tend to think that our beliefs are founded on reality. Let's see who this is, if you don't mind. 843, you're live and on the air. Could you tell us your name and where you're calling in from, please? This is live, and we'd like to hear your voice, if you don't mind. Tuning in. Well, I thank you very much for the courtesy you just extended. My name is Micah, and I'm calling from what's known as the Five Rivers area, a very energetic area on the coast of South Carolina in a little place called Georgetown. Wow, what a voice. Do you have a show of your own? Uh, Formerly, ma'am, but I would not do a shameless plug at this time. Um, My (laughs) voice was actually a gift given to me that I kind of earned because I was one of those that led a very dark life in my early years and have, you know, my own personal testimony as to how I overcame it, but also a testament to how you can turn the gifts of the darkness against them. And what was your name? Micah, the old Hebrew spelling. Wow. Nice voice, Micah. Very impressive. Well, Thank you for being a part, seriously. Uh, Can you tell us a little about you? Well, ma'am, I am uh, about to turn 50 in just above a year. Um, I've seen many decades. I uh, have a rather interesting life that uh, I've numerous times throughout my life for people that I've shared things with. Of course, I'm one of those that's been told you should write a book, and I honestly wouldn't want to scare people, so that's probably why I haven't. (laughs) But with that being said, um, I was born and raised here in the Carolinas. I was uh, raised, for the most, with a single mother, and that was at a time when there was a stigma to that in the early 70s. 
Um, I was one of the fortunate people that was the last generation of, and pardon the term, I use it as the dictionary, the last generation of people who were scorned upon because they were a bastard by the definition. I was a son without a father. And it, it, it opened things up, but fortunately, I, I, I'm thankful for those days because that was the final end of them. People no longer use that as a stigma to bully others. And that's something I'm, I actually look at the lighter side of even darkest moments. But um, I, I was a person that was a seed of believer. I, uh, I broke records, you know, and I'm not saying this in a braggadocia type of way, but I'm obviously not the um, uh, dullest blade in the shed. Uh, but I, uh, I actually broke my mother's IQ record in the town I'm in through the educational process in our second grade testing that was set uh, almost uh, – 20 years before and uh i i took the test in 1979 and she had taken the test in 1967 and i actually broke her score um but with that being said it put me in a category to where i was actually expelled from public school because they had nothing to offer me nothing to challenge me and i um it was years later i saw a quote from the legendary frank zappa where he said, because it was interfering with my education. And even though it was said kind of humorously, I, I had to, it resonated with me, even in the humor. Um, and that's where I came to realize it's the interpretation, and this is my personal truth, that I, that I thank you for the time to share it, and it's the purest thing I could ever share with any voice that ever hears this. The personal truth that I hold inside is my own. My personal truth, I very clearly know, may differ from another's, and I can never be subject to hold that against them, that my truth is not theirs. But it's the way and the gift that I was given in 2019 when this seed of believer finally saw, and with the most joyous tears in my spiritual life, I came to believe there is something other. And I found out... I'm kind of tied up in it a little bit, <laughs> a little bit more than I thought I was. So uh, for any who are, you know, I, I couldn't share the details, but for those that hear my voice and that pass positive energy, I would greatly appreciate any coming toward my way. There's lots of precarious decisions God has given me that I know I, I have to make for my personal path. But I also know that it, though it is my personal path, it's nothing selfish because my path has always led to providing for others in any way I can at all times. And I, I feel, honestly, you know I could probably spend another 30, 40 minutes finding some pleasantries to say, but I would love to hear your feedback on the purest, the purest words I felt come from my heart in some time. Wow. I'm just blessed to have you on the show. This is going to be here hopefully forever, but uh, let me let uh, our cast of characters in today's show. Pastor Michael, would you like to share your Tennessee accent with this Micah of North Carolina that has this golden voice? Pastor Michael. 
making me sound stu- see i always sound stupid talking with anybody else because my accent kind of gives off that stupid vibe i mean sir i'm going to be very quaint with you uh your your accent i just recently left from murfreesboro when i was doing a job just a week ago in nashville so you're actually giving me a little bit of a smile far from me then you're about a hundred miles from me i say you're about a hundred miles from me if you was in nashville very good sir about that. So, well, Jim, you want to say hi to Micah and Brenda? Everybody get in here so he can hear everybody's voice and tell them what you think. Yeah, I'll, words. I'll say hi to Micah. I was, I was really impressed with his testimony and, and how his truth is his own. I'd be interested in knowing, like I asked the New York uh, guest, how you came across to be with this show this evening. Uh, honestly, in the same premise that um, I've done my entire life, which is when I go to any book of wisdom, not just the Bible, and I, I, I have nothing I can be conscious of, I open the book, let it fall open, and I point, and I go from there. And it was literally, I've been doing that for years to great success of where the Lord, I feel, if I'm to say it that way, you have to forgive me, I'm only three years into understanding all of this is real. You know, I I wouldn't say I was an atheist. I would just say I was someone who wanted to believe, but I had to find my proof. Um, So it's still kind of, you'll hear a lot of hesitance in my voice where most would not have it. Um, Because I'm I'm smart enough to know that I don't know everything. (laughs) And it's, uh, I, I try and, I try and be careful with that. But uh, with the show, honestly, um, I've been uh, aware and made use of Blog Talk Radio since roughly 2009, and um, I was a part of some of the earlier shows that uh, was uh, produced by some friends. I did a small show myself, but uh, aside from that, um, that's how I've always been familiar with it, but I, especially on Sundays, I'll scroll through, and it's what I see that resonates with me. And it's, it's, it's no different than seeing a light at the end of the tunnel, so to speak. And, I, and I, I've learned not to question it. I just roll with it. When you, when you say scroll through, see, this is my first experience with Blog Talk Radio, and it's through my, mm-hmm. my sister-in-law. And so that's, that's how I'm connected, and I'm just trying to understand how all this works. When you say scroll through, what are you scrolling through? I'm looking at all the current live broadcasts with the premise that something is calling to me on the frequency of a conversation occurring at that time. Uh, it may sound complex the way I said it, but it, it, that's really the only words I can use to formulate to try and describe it. Um, but it's based, okay. I, I guess a layman way of saying it, not to insult anyone's intelligence, would be um, I, I just look for what I feel connected to, and tonight it was this show. Okay. Well, I, I appreciate you explaining that because, it, like I say, this is a new experience for me. Well, and one thing I'll tell you, being a part of it, not necessarily an active part, but being familiar with it and using it over the last, uh, you know, 11 years roughly, um, it, it can be – it could be a great thing or it could be a bad thing. I'm sure you've seen the plethora of types of shows it has. Um, but I, I've seen more positive than negative out of it. 
Well, very good. I, I appreciate it. That helps me to understand. Thank you. Brenda, You're very any welcome, questions sir. for Mike? Thank you, Mike. They're not. They, he doesn't know anything about blog talk. They're just in my home, and I uh, just asked him if they'd like to do radio with me tonight. So they just got caught off guard. Brenda, uh, you know a little more than Hello. your husband, but they don't. Y'all, y'all haven't seen blog talk or know anything about it, Micah. Oh, goodness, y'all got feedback. Somebody turned mute. <laughs> Sounds like a train pulled up, Micah. I could give the disclaimer, not me. I have nothing but crickets in the background. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, what they have to, if they're in the same room, one has to mute. Okay, so uh, Brenda, did you want to ask Micah? Because Brenda's finding this. It, my sister, I don't know. They they don't they don't understand blog talk, or they don't understand how the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, I see people in China, Australia, Emirates. I see them all over, but they don't know how it works. Or, like, well, Micah, then, can then you enlighten me, them a little bit? If you would, uh, if you would permit me, I might could give them a a, a a little quick briefing on it, um, just from my personal point of view, which a lot of people have resonated with, and that is, I come from the age of radio. Uh, Dr. Demento show, late 70s, AM radio, the old transistor up under my pillow. You know, I, I started in radio way before these Internet days, and what charmed me about blog talk radio was the fact that I didn't have to be that little kid with two cassette recorders trying to pretend I was a DJ on the radio. Come on, we all know we did it at some time. Uh, you know, so – but – the medium of radio is something I grew up with as a form of of information um, and also entertainment. And you know, to have the power of it on the internet is is very awkward for me. But also, once you get to know basically all the buttons, bells, and whistles, it it, it gives so much more opportunity for people that could never have gotten a job at a radio station to broadcast over a tower, you know, that it gives the amateur a chance to get their voice out there and be heard. And I, for that medium alone, it's, you know, um, I do believe that's why blog talk radio has survived this long. Um, because in the internet age, just to be more than ten years, that's that's actually saying quite a bit for the way they're they're doing things. And when I was actually a paid host, I mean, um, where I actually had a uh, account with them for a short period of time, um, I had no problems with it. And it was uh, well for the radio geek in me. It was just so much fun putting together programs and various other things. But basically. Um, don't let the keyboard intimidate you. Uh, if, if it's something you're into, like I was referring to the way I love radio and the medium it is compared to what it used to be, it's, it, it's a very great thing. Um, but again, just like any good thing, could be used to spread the wrong message. Um, but I don't think anybody I've heard the voice of this evening would be subject to partaking in anything like that. But that's really well, all I wanted so to say. Ignorant that we we don't even understand how you could find this station. I mean, we are just so basic that we're like, how did you even find this number to call in? 
Is there okay. a uh, that Okay, that's an easy one. Um, when I logged into my account with Blog Talk, I pressed the button at the top that says Live. And it shows you all the current live broadcasts, and I just scrolled through all of the live ones. It, it lists them all. And yours was toward the bottom of the first page, I believe. And basically when you click on that, it will give a phone number to where you can call in and listen or press 1 to go direct into the host and comment on it. Okay. Um, so – so we called the number. We were directed to call the number just so we could connect. So we didn't we didn't connect through a, an app. So it's like Blog Talk. Is that like an app, like iHeart or something, so that you uh, could listen to radio shows or, or well, um, they how, they haven't how made it, it into an recently? yeah, they haven't made it into an app yet. I've really been waiting for that. Y'all going to the store? Thank you. Um, but it's, but like I say, it's, uh, but the number you were given a call, uh, along with the pin number, that's something you definitely don't want to share publicly. Um, that's your direct access to host the show, but the number should be somewhere on your screen for, um, for listener call-ins. And that's basically the one that I called in. Called the number on our phone so that we can connect to the show. So we're not in. We're not on the computer to where we can see what you're talking about. That's why I was wondering. Yeah, okay. So so if you're on the computer, you logged in to some uh, website or some app and connected that mm -hmm. way. That's what I was trying to understand. Okay. Yeah, I tell you what, it it, it can be overwhelming, but honestly, if it's something, um, if it's a tool you feel called to use, especially if it's something that brings more positive in the world, and that's, you know, again, a calling, uh, it's definitely worth, um, you know, trial and error getting through it. Um, I've gotten quite comfortable with it over the years, and I've had some, um, you know, uh, I've been called to do a few pretty decent broadcasts. Um, I even had a chance to, um, interview one of my heroes growing up just from, um, you know, uh, the retro 70s, and it was uh, the gentleman that they had based the entire TV series The Dukes of Hazard on. His name was Jerry Rushing. Um, me and him were friends for many years before he passed, and I, w- I, w- I was honored to have him as a friend, but the greatest testament of his story was that, yes, he was a moonshine runner. He was one of the meanest men in all of North Carolina back in the 50s and 60s. But the day he came to the Lord and the day he was baptized, 28 churches closed surrounding Monroe County, North Carolina, and everyone came to see the meanest man except the Lord. Yeah, I always like giving him that testament because he's no longer with us. But but again, um, that's something that, uh, you know, was brought about through Blog Talk Radio, it gave me the medium to do that, whereas, it, you know, oh, good Lord, I could imagine having to go through the FCC and everything else just to get your ham operator license to be able to talk to another person, much less get your own radio station to do all this. Yeah, I can see where this this really facilitates it and, and make, make, makes it where people can connect a lot easier and and get the word out on various uh, various topics a lot a lot easier. I, I understand yeah, that I'm better very, now. I'm very impressed with my sister right now that she can do this. 
I'll, I'll well, I tell you what, you should be this. because it is <laughs> not easy when you're learning it. I remember that very clear. It's well, it's, you, it's literally having to go to school all over again with new tech. Wow, that's amazing. Well, my sister has done this for years, and I've never been involved in it, so I never knew, you know, all that went on. But but that you know that's why we came here we wanted to see it so you talking to us has helped us immensely in understanding just the basics of it well i'm I'm very happy i could i could i could you know help you a little bit with that confusion if there and hopefully i alleviated as much as i could um you know because yes there's so many bad things about the internet but it's it's it is no different than anything don't be excessive. Don't be a glutton, and uh, make sure you keep your heart with the Lord. Wow, that's very impressive. Well, thank you so much for your information. It's we're still so new to this, you know, and don't understand it. But at least you've helped us a little, enlightened us to kind of understand. Oh, and one thing I, yeah, one thing I will go ahead and prepare you for is there is a very much younger generation. There is a definition you may know called troll. That is about the only yeah. problem with blog talk radio. Randomly, you'll get some malicious little kid this board that will call in and try and um, get live to where, uh, you know, he can, he, he can say things that you're probably not supposed to hear on the radio. People get malicious little kicks out of that, but, you know, so if you were to ever go to a um, like um, a paid membership for Blog Talk, definitely make use of the three second delay. You know what I mean? To just just you know yeah. respectfully, you know, because unfortunately there are people like that out there. Um, I've heard them on other programs. I've never personally had a problem with them myself. But, uh, you know, I've heard some really good programs interrupted just by that one kid that wanted attention. Wow. So you say this is a blog. Blog talk, is that what it's called? Yes, ma'am. It's blogtalkradio.com. Okay. So, like, it's a website? Yes, it's a website, and it's got a lot of easy information, making it easy for you to sign up, as well as you get a free 30-minute program every 24 hours that you can do on the air. Huh. Okay. That's well, actually thank you what so I was um, – I learned of it a long time ago when I was interviewed by a um, kind of like a unexplained mysteries type channel because I used to – I used to investigate Black Panther sightings along the coast, um, uh-huh. and they interviewed me uh, concerning the Carolina Panther, and it was a show called uh, Shadows in the Dark. And he, when he told me, you know, the website and everything, I was like, I've never heard of this. He had had a uh-huh. very active radio show on it for probably about a year and a half at that time. So blog talks probably from back in 2007, 2008, I would guess. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, this but, is um, also new to me and my husband. So it's it's enlightened us a lot, and you've helped us to understand just the basics of it because my sister is just so brilliant, but it's hard for her to get down to our 
level <laughs> so that we can understand the basics of how this actually works. You know, we feel so well, ignorant, but you've helped a lot in helping to explain it, so I thank you very much. You're, you're very welcome, and I think the similarity you might see is just, you know, in, in my personal situation, this kind of resonates with when you it, – it, like um, myself, I have proficient weapon training. I, I, I'm not an offensive person. I'm a defensive person. But when I went right. to, you know, when my, when I, me and my ex-wife were together, um, I went to go, I basically, even though I know all this stuff, I could not train her because I was so emotionally involved with her. And almost to uh-huh. a degree, it's when you're, when you're trying to learn something and you're emotionally involved with someone, it's like almost like you need someone outside the picture just to kind of balance things out. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's a lot. So you have been very informative to me and my husband, and we thank you very much. You're most welcome. You're most welcome. Um, and, and, and I must say, I take it that the location of mm, uh, how many people here are located in Tennessee? Only one. That was Michael. And I'm in Florida, the okay. panhandle. I'm in Gulf Breeze. And you're speaking oh. with Brenda Thomas and Jim Thomas of Texas. And of course, Michael, oh, wow. you're in North Carolina. Yeah. And we had a guy from New York here earlier. In, uh, but. Micah, I'd like to invite you back next Sunday if you'd like to come or any day of the week that we're here, 6 to 8. The only thing I like 6 to 8 because that's 7 to 9, and it just works for me. But you know if you've done radio yourself, you like – I pay for the two-hour spot and I have for 10 years. Right. Now, Brenda, can you explain to her why I'm willing to to spend $40 to do this? Like you said, it's a calling to the ministry, but do you have any idea of how to explain to her the blog talk reason or how, because I'm, I'm, I'm fortunately on Comcast and iHeart and Spreaker and every possible uh-huh. place you can put a show. Cause I went out there in the early days and would spend all those hours back in the day, you know, in mm-hmm. 2012 and 2013 hustling and putting it out on domains. So, you know, I'm very I can well tell you said now. speak. You said speaker. That's kind of an archaic one now. <laughs> Spreaker, S P R E A K E R, yes, Spreaker, Stitcher, but they're all still out there, and they uh, they were bought. Mm-hmm. Well, at least Spreaker was bought by Comcast, and it was f- funny because we weren't sure back in the day, 2015, 16, 17, all that area. Let's see, all the way up to 19. They were uh, whether we were going to be paying Spreaker before Com, and then Comcast bought Spreaker and Blog Talk, so it's all. Mm-hmm. And then now I think we're all owned by iHeart, to be honest. So I think iHeart's taking it all over. I'll have to go check again, but I used to stay up on who, you know, who was buying what. But uh, right, it's all about well, one thing I'm actually up on in that category is the Comcast takeover Australia. Uh, that happened just oh. prior to that, um, because yeah, Comcast was basically working right with the five. Uh, you know, not trying to get conspiratorial, but this is actually uh-huh. factual. They were working with what we always refer to as the five eyes, the five major, um, you know, intelligence agencies throughout the world, and Comcast was basically giving them free reign on whatever metadata they needed uh, at any time, and in some cases, warrantless. 
And when and that basically made the news in Australia, I believe in 2009, 2010. And that's when basically, basically down under Comcast has a really bad name, but they there it, it doesn't appear that they're performing those same actions here in America. There's just too many checks and balances. Well, thank you for that knowledge. Yes, uh, folks, everything is information, and it can always help you in wisdom and knowing because, uh, you know, that is the one thing we have is our heartbeats and our trade of information. It's a good currency to help your fellow brother and sister here. And, Micah, you've been really giving, and we appreciate it. And, Michael, uh, this is Michael Woods, Pastor Michael Woods of Tennessee. And, Micah, I hope you come back and stay with our Ascension Church Ohana. I have a federal ID for that, Ascension Church mm-hmm. Ohana, folks. I'm actually federally licensed, and, and, and then mm-hmm. I have a ministry license through Universal uh, Life out of Modesto, California, and many others as Interesting. well. Interesting. I actually was Confident. ordained by Brother Kevin in 2001. Nice. So you could come back here any time, Micah. So feel like part of the flock if you want, if uh, you so desire. I mean, you found us today, and I, are now, I remember your name and your North Carolina, but I don't know if you called in on other metaphysical shows or my psychic shows. Um, I actually have, and I, I'm not one to go be corrective, but just one small correction. I'm actually in South Carolina. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. Why did I say no? I, I try and be respective. It was not a big deal, but you know that. But there is no Five Rivers section in North Carolina. That probably would have confused some people. Oh, uh, let me ask you. We've got it all. You. We've got the. We yeah. We have a very energetic area that you know. Basically, God blessed this area with as close as He could get it to Eden. Um, you know, it's it's a beautiful place. Um, <laughs> I'm very blessed to have been raised in this section of the coast. Um, but well, but. It, but go ahead, ma'am. Let me mention let me mention my sister, you've been talking to Brenda and Jan and uh-huh. our name is Thurmond, T H U R M O N D. Thurmond, that's you know a very that strong name in my state from the first name Strom. <laughs> yes. Strom Thurmond is a very powerful name in my state. Matter of fact, there's not a single heritage family that's n- that did not know him personally. There you go, Brenda. And for those and, that yeah. are unaware, Strom Thurmond was our only centurion senator. Thank you for that. Yes, I actually got to talk to him on uh, several occasions, and it was all wow. about family. Yeah, he asked me to come to Washington. He actually, he actually did my high school paper. <laughs> or probably you are kidding me. Underlings under him, and the teacher oh. gave me a, an A plus. But she said very original. <laughs> <laughs> she must. She must have been because a Democrat. It was done from one of his staff. <laughs> Ma'am, well then you will appreciate this. Being local to the Georgetown area, there was a gentleman in Georgetown named Mr. Stalvey. He was a local pilot, amateur pilot, and he was also friends with Strom Thurmond. Well, one day Strom Thurmond um, was getting an aerial tour of the coast. And he had Mr. Stalvey take him up in the Cessna. Well, now this has to be every pilot's dream. Strom Thurmond said, hey, do me a favor. You got enough fuel to fly over Fort Jackson? And he said, "Uh, sir, I can't fly over Fort Jackson. He goes, 
I'm in the cockpit. You can fly over Fort Jackson. He got on the radio, gave Fort Jackson a code, I guess whatever code he had to give, and they cleared him. And for the first time, one of our local pilots got to fly over a military base. And, you know, again, to most people that wouldn't mean much, but that is like literally a big kick if you're a pilot, especially carrying Mr. Thurman. But there was actually a very a very wonderful write-up in in our um, newspaper about that when Mr. Stalvey passed away. He was just a he was a gentleman that was very beloved. And another thing I'd have to credit him for: the worst storm that devastated us, Hurricane Hazel, 1954. It took three months for the rest of the world to cut their way into my hometown. There was only one form of communication outside of this town to get any word out, and it was Mr. Stalvey's um, ham radio. And if it was not for that radio he had, we would have had no communication with the outside world for over a month at least. You well, know, Michael, so, was, go ahead and finish that last sentence. Oh, oh that, that, that was pretty much it, ma'am. Go ahead. No, thank you for sharing, Micah. But, you know, this is uh, – we, they've let us go over 16 minutes, so I'm sort of pressing my luck before everything ends. So I think we ought to end the show since they let us go over, which they don't usually do anymore, Micah. They used to, but I don't know why they let me today. But normally, folks, they well, cut me off and say, well, thank would you, you mind? Would you, <laughs> would you mind, mind terribly if I extend our time for a little prayer? No, please go ahead. Okay. Lord of my truth, Lord God. Of all, I would like to thank you for leading me to these wonderful people this evening, the pleasantries, the loving consciousness we exchanged. And though our truths may differ on some levels, the greatest truth that will always make us smile is that we have you in our hearts, and we know with that guidance anything can be. In thy name we pray, in thy name alone. Amen. Amen. Very nice. Amen. <laughs> Brenda's amen. <laughs> Thank you, Micah. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, uh, Jim and Brenda. And folks, with that said, we will be back here, let's see, Monday, Tuesday are my days off because I have a lot of – well, we're traveling, actually. Uh, but, uh, Mike, if you want to, we'll be back Wednesday uh, for uh, our – Ascension and Ace Folk Life historical show. And uh, Michael, uh, if you want to get in touch with Ken Johnston, our astronaut, and Ben Pelham for planetary research. Uh, we have Ben Pelham as Pelham Planetary Research, and ET is here Wednesdays, 6 to 8, with uh, Michael Woods. And then Thursday is our psychic show, and then Friday is mm-hmm. my invitation only. Saturday, uh, Michael, what do we do Saturday? Is that your art or uh, culture? What, what do we do Saturday? Uh, we haven't been doing the- anything Saturday. Okay, so you're taking Saturday off. All right, well, Michael, <laughs> let me know if you have time to do six to eight Saturdays. But definitely, well, Michael, come back and join definitely. us. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. and I would again like to thank you all, especially for the time given for me to uh, rant. Um, that is part of my disposition, and I thank you very much for tolerating it. Oh, you've got a beautiful uh, radio oh, gosh, voice. Thank I you just so love it. much. 
Yeah, you and you've got good that. Thank you. Good and, and it would probably be hard to believe the first five years my radio voice was modeled after Dr. Demento. And I don't know who that is. <laughs> it, it was a it was a comedy radio show host from the late seventies. He'd play Weird Al Yankovic. He'd play a lot of comedy songs for one hour a week on AM radio. Oh, okay. Well, uh, like I said, you're welcome to come back, uh, Micah. I think. Uh, I remember your voice and you helping me from time to time through 10 years of service. So, yeah, do you have my phone number, my business number for TJ Marcy T Radio or TJ Marcy Agency? Uh, no, I do not. But if you say it, I will go back on the recording and mark it down. Okay, 850. And this is for anyone, folks. It is a public service announcement, 856 Nine one zero zero. That is our business number for American Communications Online Broadcast Media News Publishing Platform, which we do all types of associations, including ACE Metaphysical Institute and ACE Folk Life Society, the Historical Society through the Smithsonian Institute. We have our UFO. Association UAP is Friday night with Jan Aldrich and all of those mm-hmm. out there in various UAP and UFO associations on Friday night, 6 to 8. So 7 to 9 Eastern, 5 to 6 Mountain, and 4 to 6 California time on the coast. And, of course, we thank Janet Carol Lesson tonight for joining us in the beginning. We started with her 10 years ago, June 2022, right here on Blog Talk Radio. And, Micah, uh, tell people like uh, Brenda and Jim how they can find this on their cell phones because this is TJ T Radio. Now, the address for me, Micah, is, of course, blogtalkradio.com forward slash, and then the name of the, the channel and the show, TJ okay, T Radio. Well, let me put you on speakerphone, and I'm going to access my Internet and tell you the – okay, I am – let me see here. And Brenda, you can figure out how to do this like you do it, because I've I always tell them I've been behind the scenes so long I don't know how to do it from the uh listener on the cell phones I'm learning myself with five G. <laughs> okay, here here's what it is. It's blogtalkradio.com T J M O. R-R-I-S-E-T-R-A-D-I-O. And um, Thank you. this one has forward slash 2022, forward slash 08, forward slash 7. And uh, it basically it's got the header going straight to this one. But if you do just the T.J. Morris Radio, blogtalkradio.com, yeah. T.J. Morris Radio, that should take you directly to it. ET Radio or Entertainment Tonight or Extraterrestrial. They call it Extraterrestrial Radio, uh, folks. Uh, we're not like the old uh, radio stations. They call us Extraterrestrial Radio, but that's fine. <laughs> so TJ Mars ET Radio is the name of the show for 10 years, and it was suggested okay. by Canada. I got that, Micah, just so you know, the history of TJ Mars ET Radio was from the uh, gentleman passed over was my publisher in Canada and Toronto for a very famous 
a bunch of people up there, but I've been in publishing. And Brenda, my sister here, my mother got us started because she believed in Amazon and eBooks, and that was the new way. And uh, she was a writer for magazines in the Texas Monthly mm-hmm. in Houston, Texas, and all of that. And then I got to go into printing and actually worked at Thomas Printing and. Oklahoma. It was actually my name, Thomas. Brenda. Oh well, 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 me and mm-hmm. me and them will definitely have to have a cup of coffee and a chat because one of my personal interests is actually early magazine articles and various other elements from uh, from uh, Western Louisiana and East Texas, the Sabine River Valley. I'm, I'm a big fan of W. T. Block, A.K.A. Cannonball, who was a famous writer from that time that documented lots of history from that area. So uh, wow. definitely, I, I, wow, I'm seeing so many little synchronicities here of, uh, you know, similarities. This is absolutely great. And also, just one brief one, when you're, um, you're did you say planetary scientist on Wednesday? Yeah, we have Ace Folk Life Historical Society with, but it's sort of confusing for people because Jan Aldrich is my orator, but he's the mm-hmm. oldest with my board of directors. I was trying to get Jim and Brenda to help me uh, separate the divisions and Michael, because Michael's been with me eight years. So Michael's figured out a way in social media. But Michael, speak up here. They're, I don't know why they're letting us speak over. They'll, we could be cut off at any time, Micah, which you know. Right. But, uh, Mike, I guess because Mike, maybe what? I need to oh, go ahead. I was going to tell him ACIR, I think. Michael, are you running ACO, ACE Folk Life? Or I'd like to get Mike involved because of the experience, but Micah, we're all unpaid volunteers. You know how that works monthly, but if, you know, if you'd like to join our radio division. Uh, mm-hmm. But Mike, which, how would Micah get involved with this radio station, ACIR or ACO or ACE? Which one are you – what are you running, Mike? Give him how to get in touch with you. On Facebook, I think I'm admin in uh, ACO in what ACO organization, and I may be a moderator in ACIR, but I can't remember offhand. Yeah. Right, well, I tell you what, sir. Let me go ahead and give you my last name. My first name, you obviously know the spelling of. My last name is Singleton. If you look me up on Facebook, you'll see my back to you in the middle of a pretty beautiful swamp i'm about waist deep um yeah i i get outdoors quite so it's an easy profile pic to hit up if you were to uh send me a message request or something like that i think that would be uh something i would definitely be interested in um entertaining great thank you brenda this is another facebook person micah and he's like mother in historical um we have a lot of people in California that help me with Ace Folk Life Society, including Micah. I'm Micah. Mm-hmm. Michael, Mike. Mike. So, Brenda, get mm-hmm. get to know Micah, too, because it sounds like Micah has been in radio. But I'm surprised that I never asked you to join me, Micah. I guess uh, it just wasn't time, but who knows? So well, maybe you can. Uh, uh, Everything pre-2019, which at a later date, I'll definitely get in touch. You know, I'll, I'll definitely discuss that. But um, right now I have to get past the curse that um, humankind has. And it's when you try and describe things God shows you, they're so infinite. It's literally you sound insane trying to go tangent on each little thing that's so beautiful. But with that being said, uh, just before I forget – 
Um, I would like to call in on Wednesday and offer an upload. Um, it's something that I've kind of, I'll, I'll give you, uh, I'll tell you now what it is. And I think your plants, your, uh, your planetary person will have an eyebrow raising. And that is this fast radio burst astronomy. There is a website called FRBCAT, which documents all anomalous fast radio bursts from throughout the cosmos. I have been cross-referencing them to the moments God has touched me. And I have documented lots of evidence. And what I had to see to believe in my life was not have some spiritual awakening that my eyes showed me. I had to see math. I had to see math that I knew could not lie. And I, I, I would say just... Let them know. Uh, familiarize themselves with uh, with that, and I'll be happy to share some amazing discoveries that probably wouldn't take long. Oh, I'm sure Ben would. Micah, ben were you in Austin, hour. Texas, Micah? Uh, no, ma'am. I have not been to Texas since the early 90s. Okay, but you were there at one time. I'm, I just pulled up on Facebook, Micah Singleton, and it says you studied bartending at Coastal Carolina University. Is that you? That would be me. Okay. All right, got you added, Dan. Or I sent you a request at any rate. Okay, yeah, I believe I just heard the notification. Awesome. Um, but, but again, not trying to get too far out there because I believe that, you know, it, it's wonderful the Lord has blessed us with this much time extra on Blog Talk Radio, but... You know, I don't want to push the threshold of the Lord's grace. Yeah, we need to go. (laughs) (laughs) I think we've reached our limit, folks. So thank you, Micah, and you're right. So, folks, we really have to end, but we will be back Wednesday. Please join us 6 to 8. That's 7 to 9 Eastern. And uh, Micah Singleton will be joining us, I guess, at least the second hour for sure. But uh, actually, I have to depend on Mike right here. When he gets off of work, he works a full-time job to help us get everything produced. So, Micah, if you've been in the radio business, any volunteer position to have a weekly show would be more more than welcoming uh, through our social media with Jim and Brenda Thomas and Mike uh Woods, W-O-D-S, and he also has artistic impressions by Michael. So uh, Michael Woods, who sends you a friend request, and Brenda Thomas. Jim and me just sort of not that big on Facebook, but I am known. I have many profiles. I have many pages and many groups, over 26 all together, but I can't keep up with them all, so (laughs) So we're just doing the best we can. The TJ Morris ET Radio. But I hope you don't forget me, Micah. TJ Morris. Okay? Appreciate TJ your Morris support. TJ Morris ET Radio. Nope, nope. That's you not bet. being forgotten. Matter of fact, I'll be sealing some communication. I've got some notifications on while we were on the phone. Awesome. Thank you so much. All right, folks. Thank you, Brenda Thomas, Jim Thomas, Janet Carroll Lesson of Maui, Hawaii. Uh, Pastor Michael Woods, as always, was here doing his pastoral painting for us while we all gathered here in the Ascension Church Ohana. Folks, we'll see you next Sunday. Please take care of yourself, and God bless. Talk to you Wednesday. Okay. Thank you, you, everybody. Bye-bye.